Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm Patty Holiday, your head fangirl in charge, and this is episode three of Run Disney 101. This is a multi-part series talking about my favorite fandom, and I'm guessing yours, if you've hung on for three episodes, you probably like it or you're interested in it anyway. Uh, we are answering all the big uh, frequently asked questions that people have before the race weekend. If I leave anything out, please let me know. You can tweet me at No Guilt Life, or you can leave me a message at my blog, which is noguiltdisney.com. Now, there's a trailer episode. There's also episodes one and two where we talked about, uh, well, showing up for the race, packing for the race, uh, getting on the bus and getting to the corrals, uh, that sort of thing. So if you've missed any of that good stuff, uh, go ahead and take a listen back to those other episodes before you jump ahead to this one. We are going to cross the finish line here and talk about what happens at the end and after a Run Disney race. All right, if you're back, if you're ready to go, I'm ready to go. So uh, let's do this thing. Now, when you cross the finish line, ugh, it's the best, guys. It's just the best. There's nothing that can compare to a Run Disney finish line. It's got characters. It's got awesome announcers. You've got confetti if you're really fast. Uh, that is not me. But uh, <laughs> but I've seen it on the ground as I've run over it. Um, it's, it's just a whole lot of fun. One thing I want to point out is your finish line pictures. When you are, are coming down that finish line shoot, there are cameras everywhere and they are snapping pictures left and right if you want a really great really memorable picture my suggestion is kind of zero in on a cameraman lock eyes with them throw those arms up in the air sometimes they'll give you a little nod like i got you i got you uh, sometimes they won't but just they know what they're doing you know what you're doing and your job is to get across that finish line so just keep doing you the other point I like to make about photos especially at finish line photos is don't be that guy don't jump in front of people as you're making your finish line leap be cool man look around make sure there's no one around you that you're going to impact you are not the only person on the race course unless you were top 10 finisher which I assure you I've seen the top people finish there's plenty of room around them they're not causing any problems but if you're not you know take an extra step or two slow yourself down give some space to the people in front of you make sure there's some space in the people behind you even I am talking milliseconds for you to kind of look around and judge spatially what you can do as you cross the finish line without impacting anybody else you will be so appreciated if you do that. If you do leap in front of people, I also promise you that picture, along with some probably not so nice words, may end up splashed all over Facebook pages. So again, don't be that guy. <laughs> Just don't do that. <laughs> kind of be aware of what's going on. All right, so once you finish, what you are going to do next is you are going to hopefully go straight to pick up your medal. Now, I say hopefully because there could be a medical need or a medical concern that you have that might 
cause you uh, pause. You might need to take a minute uh, to, to find some medical assistance. The good news is there is medical assistance at the finish line and the medical staff is amazing. These are volunteers that come out and they watch out for the runners. A lot of them are runners themselves. I actually have one very good friend of mine, hey Dr. Laura, uh, who will run the race as fast as she can, finish, slap on her red uh, volunteer jacket and get right to work as a volunteer there in the medical area. Uh, yeah, she's amazing and we love her. Um, <laughs> so look for these red jackets uh, as you cross the finish line and that is who you're going to get your medical assistance from if you need it. Now, if you if you're, don't need immediate assistance but you do feel like you know there's something wrong or you need to have something checked out, there is a huge medical tent just to the right-hand side of the finish line so as you're walking through um, it might be before I think it's before you pick up your medals you will see a, a, a an opening for you to go through to the medical tent if you need to do that they can take care of like aches and pains um, to any serious injuries that might have occurred uh, possibly even you know life-saving assistance if you really do feel these are these are real medical personnel doctors and nurses uh, legit <laughs> right there to help you out if you need it Hopefully you won't, but it's there, okay? Now, if you don't, if you don't need that medical assistance, we're we're gonna, and most of us won't, right? Most of us are gonna just feel great. We're gonna be so happy. We're gonna go get our medal, and that is the fun part. Uh, as long as you're feeling good, just keep walking just a bit. Keep moving. They they don't like people to kind of crowd up or stop or pause in the finish uh, finish shoot. So just keep keep moving along, and uh, snag your race medal from a volunteer. There will be volunteers on both sides of the finish line shoot handing out these medals. So a little pro tip, we all tend to like go to the right to get our medals, but the left-hand side tends to have no way. They're just standing there waiting for you to come on over. So if you want to head to the left-hand side, you'll, you'll get your medal a little bit faster. Now, don't forget to say thank you to all the volunteers. They stand out there for hours holding these big heavy medals and, and handing out water and all of that good stuff. So make sure that you tell them thanks as you're passing through this finish line as well. If you happened to run one of the few races that, that get really cold, Run Disney also does have heat sheets uh, available at the end of the races. Now, if you're not familiar with these, um, they're the silver metallic blankets. They keep the body heat in. Um, I sometimes buy them at Amazon in advance if I have concerns about it being really cold that day or if I want them in the corral instead of a throwaway outfit. Sometimes I will just wrap myself up in a heat sheet and then toss that, they do get uh, thrown away or recycled, so don't worry about that either. Um, but it's it's worth pausing for a moment if it is chilly out uh, to, to pick up one of those heat sheets if they are available. And usually you'll find these on the left-hand side uh, of the chute of the fence as you're going in. It's, it's pretty far, it's gonna be past the metals, um, and then you'll see like the heat sheets, okay? Once you've got your metal, picked up your heat sheet, took care of anything you need to do over at medical, you can go through the hydration stations uh, at the Ren Disney finish line. And if you'll remember, I mentioned in my packing tips that I like to bring a plastic grocery bag with me. This is where I whip it out of my pocket 
and start filling it up because they're going to give you a bottle of water. They're going to give you some Powerade. Make sure you take one of each. Um, you need the water and you need the electrolytes after a Florida run. It's just the humidity and ugh, it's gross. You need to go ahead and replenish. So go ahead and, and grab both even if you don't feel particularly thirsty at the time you may want it later on okay um there's also going to be after you get your water bottles if you are running a challenge you need to make another stop the challenge metal tent is going to be over on the left hand side after the water bottles now if you're running a challenge, what I'm talking about is say you're doing goofy. So you're doing the half marathon one day and you're doing the full marathon the next day or the fairy tale challenge uh, at Princess Half Marathon Weekend. So you're doing the 10K one day and the half marathon the second day. Now the first day of the challenge, you don't have to worry about this challenge tent. Don't even, you don't need to stop by. You don't need to go into it. You're cool. It's all fine. You just keep moving along. However, the second day, <laughs> that's the big payoff day. That's where you can go and get your challenge medals. And you're only going to get them if you go through the challenge medal tent. So you definitely do not want to miss out on that. Um, it will be well marked, a big sign that says challenge medals. Um, and you do need to go in there with your bib to receive that challenge medal, okay? And then finally, you know, we've got you something to drink. You've got your shiny medals. You're taken care of medically wise. Go pick up your snack box and banana and hope that the Run Disney gods have given us cheese and <laughs> cheese and chips. Cheese and chips are the famous favorite snacks of the Ren Disney runner. People hoard their snack boxes if they've discovered that cheese and chips are in there because we actually went through a period of years, a period of time where we got raised snack boxes, but they did not have cheese and chips. And it was a super sad, super sad day when that happened. Uh, but they seem to have uh, learned that lesson, learned, heard us loud and clear that that's what we wanted. Because I, I the last couple of races, they've, 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 they've come through. They're, those, those snack boxes have come through. So grab your snack box, grab a banana again, even if you're not super hungry right then, you need to put something in your body, especially if you've run a half marathon or a marathon, uh, you know, for recovery purposes, even if you don't feel hungry, just eat a little something, something before you get to that point where, you know, your blood sugar just crashes and you're like, ah, it's not worth it, guys. It's not worth it. <laughs> but like I mentioned, that bag earlier this is where I toss my banana in it I toss my snack box in it and I usually don't even open it up until I get back to my hotel room but then I'll sit on the bed and I'll have me a little snack after you've got your snacks you are going to get your finisher pictures now this is optional you you don't have to in fact you don't have to stop for any of this if you just want to keep on moving through all of this finish line nonsense you don't you don't have to stop however I always stop for everything <laughs> because it's a lot of fun, um, including the finish, uh, including the finisher pictures. There will be uh, a run Disney backdrop. There'll be cute little props sometimes, like a paddle that says "I did it" or you know something along those lines. Uh, but jump in and take your picture, especially if you did buy that memory maker. Like I said, all race pictures are included. That includes these finisher pictures. So it's a really 
fun little souvenir to have later or good for Facebook anyway, right? Or your Instagram. You definitely want to, to go ahead and, and go over there and take those pictures. There will be tables next to the backdrop so you can stash all your snacks and drinks that you just picked up and um, there's tons of, of setups for this so you know there'll be a whole bunch of lines but they move pretty quickly so just get in a line any line and you'll move through and you'll get your pictures and again this will be all linked to your bib which will be linked into my Disney experience if you follow the instructions that are on the back of the bib and uh yeah, you'll be able to get your pictures right from there. This is the part of the whole talk where everything comes kind of full circle. The gear pickup trucks will be at the Run Disney finish line. So if you check that bag before the race, don't forget to pick it back up. Um, you're you're going to want to go to find your last name. And then when you walk up, they'll look at your bib number and they'll be able to pull your bag from there. And these volunteers have the system down to a science. Uh, they'll get your bag right out to you. Uh, it's really, really quick. And then you can go find your family and, and friends at the uh, family reunion area. They are not allowed in that runner section that we just talked about. That's for runners only. Um, but then once you're past the gear check section, you will be able to meet up with your family and there will be cast members kind of pointing you in the right direction and telling you where to go. Here's where you'll be able to use the porta potties, grab some real food from a food truck if you want it. Uh, some races even have champagne available for a little celebratory something something. Uh, and there's even a few picnic tables set up, uh, bleachers, music going on, you know, all of those kinds of things. There are also going to be uh, those characters after the race that I mentioned before. So if you missed your chance either on the race course or maybe you didn't get there early enough in the morning to catch whoever you know was out for pictures, they're probably going to still be there for you after the race. And um, that's definitely another stop for you to consider making before you head out and head back to your resort. All right, let's just say you're done, you're ready to go, you've gotten all the good stuff and you are ready to get back to the resort and get your shower in and start celebrating. Uh, yeah, I feel you. So again, you have those options. It's the same options that you use to get to the race, you have to get home with one addition. If you have a park ticket and your hotel is a, a boardwalk hotel so beach club yacht club boardwalk in you can use your ticket and walk through epcot once it's opened you can also get on the monorail once it starts running for the public runners can use it too if your hotel is say the polynesian and you want to get on the epcot monorail back to the ticket transportation center and then switch over and get on the resort one and, and get off at the Polynesian, you can do that. So you still have those options. You also can walk over to where the buses are going to be lined up and there's going to be lines of runners waiting to get on a bus. This system always looks intimidating. I will walk up with a huge line of runners thinking, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get on this bus and I'm on a bus within 10 or 15 minutes. It's, it's really not a long wait. It looks a lot worse than it really is. But those resort buses will take you back to your resort. Just like they picked you up in the morning, they will take you right back to the same place. 
So that's another option for you uh, if you didn't drive or you didn't want to pay for an Uber or you're not on the monorail or you're not going to walk through Epcot. Um, all of those are ways to get back <laughs> to where you need to be, but the bus is pretty pretty much the, the one that most people are going to get on and get themselves back to. Now for celebrations. This little tip is for the family members or supporters that are out there. If you were part of your runner's cheer squad, um, and by cheer squad, I'm not even talking about the official paid for cheer squad. You might be, you might not be, you don't have to be, but I'm just saying if you are part of, uh, you know, somebody there to support your runner and you wanted to give them a little something at the finish line, well, guess what? The last couple of races that I have been to, the Walt Disney World Floral Department has actually had a whole booth set up with roses, with balloons, with, and they were actually reasonably priced too, which surprised me. I want to say it was like 10 or $15 for some flowers, which you know, in Disney prices, that's practically free. Um, <laughs> and the balloon, I think, was maybe $5 for a balloon, something along those lines. But my point is, is that um, if you want to, you know, surprise them at the finish, that's an option for you. You can purchase them right there at the finish line. You can also have things delivered to your runner's room by Disney Floral and Gifts. Uh, so that's another option that you might want to consider in the future. My husband did that for me once after one of the Princess Half Marathon weekends, and it was crazy amazing. I walked down the hall and there was this big banner on my door um, calling me a princess. And I walked in and there was tons of food and candy and just this, he just he, he pampered me and it was super sweet. So um, that is one option. Now, if you like to celebrate in the parks, I fully recommend doing this. One thing to keep in mind, I know you just ran 13.1 miles or 10, um, a 10K or 26.2 or, you know, what I, I know you ran a lot. I know you ran a lot. But for recovery purposes, it's really a good idea. It's a great idea to continue moving. So if that's walking around the parks slowly, <laughs> if it's walking around your resort, if it's going over to Disney Springs and strolling around there, those are all really great options. Um, you can also you know, get into the pool, uh, swim around or get into the hot tub, move your legs a little bit. Things like that will actually help your legs recover better. And uh, I speak from experience from this as well. The, my first half marathon I did, I came to my resort. I was so exhausted. I fell on the bed and immediately took a nap. I think I slept for four hours. When I woke up, I am not exaggerating. My legs hurt so bad. I could barely move. It was just all the lactic acid had just <laughs> seeped into my muscles and it all, everything hurt. Everything hurt. You know the shirt, everything hurts and I'm dying? Yes, that was me. Um, <laughs> I have since learned that to keep that from happening um, after a race, after a hard run, your your best uh, defense to that is to go ahead and, and walk it out. So I always suggest if, you, if you're going into the parks, enjoy it. Go and ride some rides. Go walk around. Go walk around Epcot. Um, have some drinks. Have some food. If you're there during one of the festivals, take advantage of all of that. It's a lot of fun. While you're doing that, no matter where you are, no matter where your walk takes place, go ahead and wear your medal with pride. 
because everyone will tell you congratulations and the cast members love to see it and you will see all the other runners out there wearing it. Run Disney is one of the only places where, you know, people just wear their medals all day long, all weekend long. People wear them to the airport. Uh, They're super excited about what they've accomplished. And so if that's you and you want to wear your medal out, feel free. The other thing uh, you will see a lot of will be the race shirts. Uh, A lot of people tend to wear those race shirts to celebrate the fact that they just finished this big, huge race. If you're looking to plan a special dinner or a special experience, things like a fireworks cruise can be a great way to celebrate, say, a first marathon or a first dopey finish. You can also um, plan a dinner at Cinderella Castle. Uh, There's Cinderella's Royal Table takes reservations. Now they're hard to get, so you want to plan those well in advance. Dining opens at 180 days out from your reservation check-in date, so consider putting that on your calendar if that's your dream to celebrate, you know, your Princess Half Marathon accomplishment with Cinderella, then you might want to go ahead and see if something's available there for that. Uh, there's a lot of ways to celebrate around um, around the parks, but one of my favorite ways is I like to take my medal and I like to take a medal picture, a special picture of me wearing the medal in front of the castle, in front of Spaceship Earth, um, or just holding the medal up for a, you know, if you look on Instagram, you'll see all those medal pictures. They're beautiful. It's It's a wonderful way because you have you, you can use the park as your backdrop, you know, for this cool thing and a cool experience. And I, and I really love doing that. I also like taking my medal to the characters and having them sign it. I had Mickey Mouse sign my marathon medal uh, because, you know, it was, it, was, it was Mickey's race, right? And so I had to have him sign it. And he was very excited for me and was very proud of me too. And so I like that as well. I'm sure there's more. I know there's tons to talk about when it comes to Run Disney. So again, if I am leaving you hanging with some big question that you had or you need some clarification on something, please go ahead and hit me up. Uh, NoGuiltDisney.com is the website and at NoGuiltLife on all social media channels. So you can find me pretty much anywhere there. And let me know what questions you have or what I should clarify or if I need to do a follow-up to this, I absolutely will. And this is just a quick side note. I know that there's a lot of people packing up and heading off to Wine and Dine 2019 this week. You guys are going to have such a good time. As a special bonus to this uh, set of episodes, I am going to have a conversation with a perfect wino, uh, and that's going to come out on Wednesday morning for you guys to listen to while you're on your way to Walt Disney World. A perfect wino is going to be somebody who has run every single wine and dine half marathon race so far. Uh, And she's a lot of fun. So she's going to talk about why she keeps going back and what keeps her coming to these races. And uh, that's going to be on Wednesday. All right, guys, have a great time running Disney. And let me know if there's anything else I can help you with. And uh, thanks for fangirling with me. We'll be back to fangirl again real soon.